Illa Metro on that Alright, well, everyone, welcome to another episode of Ronick's Rundown. It is me again, uh, just solo uh, for the second episode. But Nick will be back for the uh, the second episode of this week's podcast tomorrow. Uh, but today is definitely going to be all about WrestleMania recap uh, of a very good WrestleMania, in my opinion, <laughs> and other things going on in wrestling. But my guest today is definitely the host of the Break It Down podcast and the co-founder of the Wrestling Realm, Brian H. Brian, how are things with you, man? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It has been, I, and I felt like Wrestle WrestleMania out in the, the kickoff show, the the first entrance uh, with Buddy Murphy, it was five at five twenty, and then once the Triple Threat match with the the, the ladies Charlotte, Ronda Rousey, and Becky Lynch was over, the, the show was at twelve thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah, you know. And, um, so I was at WrestleMania 33 when I believe that was like the first seven hour show. Yeah. And, but it was like, I think what surprised people because it may not have been that many matches on paper at the time. Yeah. But what surprised people was the amount of time that a lot of people were given. Yeah. Uh, outside of Goldberg 11, it only worked eight minutes that night. Yeah. But, you know, this one going in, everybody was kind of prepared, but they were still super tired. Like, Absolutely. I mean, I spoke to a co-worker who was at the event, and he was just telling me, you know, after the Kofi Daniel Bryan match, the energy would pretty much die out, and people, you know, and when he and once the match is over, you know, people were just ready to get on the transit, and he left. The, the show was over at twelve thirty. He didn't get home until didn't get back until three thirty in the morning because there were enough people, there were enough trains to get people home. Is what happened. Wow. So yeah, it was definitely. Yeah, it, it was crazy. Yeah, I definitely understand, feel his pain, though. That's that's insane, though, to me. And I do feel bad for the women because they worked so hard for that buildup and for them to get about a decent amount of energy. And, for, and it, it's just unfortunate, I thought, as well. Yeah, and I'm going to go back and watch that match again. I haven't had a chance. Of course, I watched the Kofi moment about five or six times already. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go back and watch that women's match again. Yeah. 
Most definitely. Uh, like I said, it was definitely, definitely a long show. Uh, do you think WrestleMania should be a two-day event? Um, I don't think it should be a two-day event. However, what I would do is I would definitely limit the amount of matches. You gotta earn your way to the card. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you just say, you know what, we're just gonna put all the titles on the line, and maybe have yeah, one person with you. Um, one of the things that's wrong, uh, and not to be on chair Booker, because obviously I never booked the show before. Yeah, uh, I'm sad he's booking me. But the thing that's wrong for me is what I see is the fact that Triple H and Shane McMahon have to have that. Um, yeah. And even to this point, maybe it's say John Cena or Undertaker, you know, Undertaker wasn't there, but they got to have shot through the show. So yeah. Triple H, Triple H is mad. I just think now we're, we're past that. But he shaped everybody he could take, and he's not really sure about every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, just at home. Uh, and then, same with... Um, you know, Shane McMahon. Mm-hmm. I understand you're saying that in the story, bro. It's like, come on now. Yeah. You know, let's reserve those spots for other people. That's why I'm not okay. Yeah. I definitely agree with that one far as Triple H and Shane McMahon. Um, even though I did like the Miz and Shane McMahon's match, I thought that was a good match. In my opinion, I thought it was good. Um, but I did think uh, Triple H and Batista went on longer than it definitely should have. I thought it might have been. Oh, yeah. Like I said, it had its moments, but I, it, just when the match was over, you could just tell it needed to, it just needed to end. They looked very tired, and the age definitely showed on both men <laughs> towards the end of that match. So I'm glad it was definitely over, but I definitely want to talk more about probably one of my favorite matches ever. I, 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 I say my match of the night at WrestleMania, but one of my favorite matches ever was definitely Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan. The buildup was, I thought was perfect. I thought the story they told in that match was absolutely perfect. Kofi Kingston, who's worked his butt off for 11 years, and Daniel Bryan did everything he could to make sure that dream was not realized. But Kofi, of course, was on top, and the the, the energy of that crowd was just amazing. Probably the best of the night. I, just tell I know how much you loved it. Just just definitely, how much did you enjoy that match? Well, I have to say, it's my favorite match. I put that on. Uh, I put that in my uh, I do a series called Wrestling for the Culture. Yeah. Which is a, uh, you know, a series where I highlight wrestling for the culture. Uh, in the independent as well as in the WWE. 
personally thought uh far as day o'brien I, I thought what do you think of the new day o'brien how, how do you think that that character has been going leading up to this wrestlemania to this match wrestlemania definitely it really did pull the trigger and especially during that AJ Styles match I definitely like how that whole heel tearing came about and he developed that character so well especially some of the things that he believes in and I definitely and obviously the belt I definitely enjoyed the the belt the annoying belt <laughs> that yeah. he had on Smackdown it was just, I thought I thought Daniel did a great job now I know he was on Smackdown this week um, but I definitely enjoyed enjoyed this character what he's done with it so I'm definitely looking forward to see what he's, he does with that character how he continues to go up. So did you see when uh, they revealed that there was a shit like that there was a belt out there? Oh, <laughs> No, I did not see uh, that. When, so, yeah, we was watching it, and the camera, which we think was, you know, we, we in uh, the world of producing, mm-hmm. uh, we think the director made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Granted, the title was supposed to sit on that platform, yeah. but I don't, we didn't think because you can tell it was a belt under there. Right. So he was like, I don't think this belt, I don't think this is where we're supposed to show that shot just yet. 
I think they were supposed to wait so that the temp uh, stuff down could cover it up. Right. But either way, I thought it was genius. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that Kofi didn't have to celebrate with that title. Right. Um, <laughs> we, we've seen so many occasions where um, somebody would beat John Cena and they would say, well, you know, he was going here to keep it, that, he was going to keep it. But when he lost the United States, we would see them have to celebrate with that. When uh, somebody would be Stone Cold Steve Austin, they would have to celebrate with the smoking salt off. Right. Uh, and then they make that a wrong. But I was so happy that they gave Kofi the title. And, you know, because Steve, I mean, I don't know why I was nervous Monday night. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. He's like, actually, he's one of my boy Terrence. He has a podcast. He doesn't talk about he was like, man, you know, I prayed that Kofi would get the title, get the release for one shot, but I didn't know that was really happening. I mean, for one night. Right. But, you know, he held the title longer than Kane and Christian, though. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, man. At least he had it. I'm, I'm glad he did hold on to the belt. Um, I guess even though Sheamus said about Cesaro broke it up, I know people were upset. The only thing I thought about was, well, at least. I'm so happy to see them in my life. I'm so happy. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah I, was like, mm-hmm. I did not like that tactic. When they first came together, I was like, come on, I wanted to see more Bruce Cesaro. Yeah. I was like, boy, I was nervous the whole night. When they came out, I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was back in my mind. I was like, at least Kofi keeps the title. At least, keep, like, that's all I thought. It was like, at least, they keep, at least he keeps it. I mean, I know the fans were upset in Brooklyn, but at least Kofi kept the title. And you know, and and I'm just glad. I believe I hope that he keeps that belt as long as possible, uh, for sure. Right. Yeah, I'm telling you. But uh, how did you feel about Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar opening WrestleMania? Especially the fact that Brock, Paul Heyman was like, "Hey, if we're not gonna be last. We will be first. We're good. we want to get this over with, and we're ready to get. And let's move on. Let's get out of here." Yeah. I'm a very good of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I had a great feeling. I just think I was just saying it. I'm like, man, what's Brock open the show? Uh, <laughs> not thinking, you know. But to me, it made so much sense. Like, mm-hmm. that's Brock Lesnar. You don't want to be sticking around. You don't want to hang with the boy. Right. Right, exactly. And I definitely thought, and I thought the match was, it was about a good lengthy match. Well, not lengthy, but it was a good, a good enough match. I'm glad it didn't last as long. I'm glad that it definitely went Pretty much like Seth Rollins just did his curse stomp three times to defeat Brock. I thought that was a very good. Uh, I thought it was good after I guess so much uh, brutality, if you will, far as uh, Brock Lesnar gave to Seth Rollins. Um, what do you think of pretty much that entire match? What do you think of it? Um, I thought it was good. Uh, I liked it. It was, it was Seth Rollins short, quick, uh, right mm-hmm. to the point. Didn't think Rollins was going to. Uh, Going in the Yeah. 
Right. I like it better as a heel. So did uh, I. He's got like edge to me. Right. <laughs> yeah. I thought so too. I definitely like Seth Rollins as a heel more. But uh I guess Babyface Rollins will be is just it's just as fine to me. But I think but I but heel is definitely much better. And I definitely think uh-huh. and I definitely think um as far as that match was concerned, I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it definitely. It definitely was a good, set the tone right for the show. Um, was there anything? Was there any other matches um, that you liked in WrestleMania that people probably should talk about more? I really enjoyed the Iconics winning the uh, Women's Tag Team Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I've been a WWE fan since she was Jeffy McKay on the Independent Assurance, mm-hmm. and it was just in full circle like. The last time we was in New York, New Jersey, I went to go to, uh, I went with me and him and my friend Blake to mm-hmm. WrestleCon, and then I saw, like, that night, me and him, or morning, mm-hmm. and it was me and actually, me and him opened up against Awesome Kong, mm-hmm. uh, which was an incredible match, probably matching that night, and I'm not to say it, because she's my friend, right. but, um, I got to see Jesse McKay, and I was like, oh, wow, like, I get to see her, and she's amazing, mm-hmm. uh, to see her and Peyton Royce, Peyton Royce is a good friend of my boy Absolutely, and I went too far as the Iconics. Uh, I, I definitely like their characters. I hope they keep their belts for a while too, because I think they're. I'm not gonna say necessarily fun heels to watch. I think that they'll be good heels. I think they're gonna be those type of heels that will find a way to cheat and win <laughs> from time to time. And I think. Absolutely, and I think that's that's what I think. I definitely th- th- think I see that from that tag team uh, for sure. But uh, like I said, I think uh, WrestleMania I thought was a good show, but man, oof. I, you, you, I just tell anybody who watches WrestleMania for the first time, definitely get ready for a long night, but some good wrestling. But just be ready <laughs> for a very long night. Now, as far as NXT Takeover is concerned, um, I think NXT Takeovers they've always been good. I thought this one was just as good as the rest. Um, I know it's unfortunate that Ciampa obviously was not in for his next surgery, but I really did enjoy Gargano and Adam Cole. That, I thought that was definitely a good two out three falls match. Um, even with the interference, it was definitely it felt like Gargano was like you know Gargano against all of Undisputed, and he found a way to win it. <laughs> I was a little just a little. I mean, I don't think I I did I didn't think it was too it wasn't too bad, but it was it was a great match. I thought that part was a little uh, I don't know. Just what one out of defeating one out of one out of four seemed a little unrealistic to me, but mm-hmm. but I thought it was good. But I thought it was still a good match. What did you think of the main event match for the show? I, I loved it. I really don't know what was my favorite match from the show. Yeah, uh, that's how good it was. Yeah, I really loved the main event, especially the fact that Adam Cole. Uh, I mean, you know, I love Jeremy Gargano, kind of beat them all. You know, yeah. To me, what I saw was. Tommaso Ciampa gave him everything he had, yeah. and it really prepared him 
Absolutely, I thought so too. Um, it was I thought Gargano. I thought had a great night. Uh, and he's had so many takeover matches, and I I, I definitely think uh, I think Gargano loves being in NXT since he'll have he has all the time to be to be one of the guys, one of the faces. To, I guess one of the faces to have in in, in each pay per view instead of having to fight for a spot in the main roster. And I definitely appreciate that a lot. Um, another match. I definitely like. I, I actually like Pete Dunne and Walter, and I definitely like Walter. I think Walter was very impressive in a, in his first big pay per view, first big pay per view match. Gosh, I was crazy. Mm-hmm. Because they were beating each other up. I mean, Pete Dunne's already a blue boy, and yeah. you saw like I said, man, imagine that you Marty Scurll, you know, just fingers within the game. Yeah, you know, his uh. story because you know, no matter how big you are, those fingers are sensitive. Yes. And I was believing. I said, wait, Pete Dunne could actually win. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought so too. I thought so too for a second. I was like, you know, it was 685 days since he's had that title. But man, I thought Walter, mm-hmm. I thought Walter executed that thing perfectly. Uh, executed his match perfectly. Uh, he's definitely he he has like an old school feel to him, but he definitely is a very. I think he's very talented. Definitely a very talented wrestler. His future, I think, is going to be bright in the business. Um. Another yeah. okay, go ahead, go ahead, Brian. I, I didn't want to cut you off. No, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I believe that Walter is As far as uh, Pete Dunn, you said Pete Dunn or Walter, as far as Universal. Both of them, Pete Dunn mm-hmm. and Walter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could. I can see them both, especially Walter. You know, because of his size, I know how much Vince loves big guys. <laughs> but I definitely, uh-huh. but I definitely like. I think both guys. I think both guys could definitely carry a company as champion. I, I definitely agree with that on either brand, either Raw or SmackDown, for sure. Yeah. I definitely, definitely, I definitely see great futures in both of them. Um. What do you think of Matt Riddle and Velveteen? Velveteen, yeah, goodness, I'm gonna mess it up. Velveteen Dream. <laughs> what Man, you, what a mess. Um, we saw Velveteen Dream just kind of go to another level. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he had to get it done going against the undefeated Matt Riddle. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Uh, I really enjoyed him. Uh, he, Dream is one of those type of characters. You know, you know he can wrestle. Yeah. Uh, he proved that, but to me, he was always okay. What's his character? Absolutely. I definitely think it's going to be. I think. I definitely think uh, both features is as bright as well. Velveteen Dream, especially. I think his presence is just amazing. Matt Riddle's um, athleticism 
um, in that match. I was very impressed with him, especially not wearing any, obviously not wearing any shoes <laughs> in a match. The, the things that he can do in that ring is just incredible. And I think both both men, I think, are going to be great as well. Um, what do you think about Shayna Baszler? How, lo- how much longer will she have that title around her waist? I definitely, I think her story is really good as far as like her physicality towards the women, and I, it definitely seems believable. And we, I definitely want to talk about Bianca Blair, Blair because I, I think she's just incredible as far as ap- athleticism. I think she's really a, a very talented uh, women's superstar. I would love, I can't wait for her one day to get called up and get to the main roster. But um, I definitely like what I see from her in NXT. What, what do you think of her future? Yes. I definitely love her undefeated. Uh, the the fact that she loves <laughs> in her mindset, she's undefeated. I I definitely love that motto yeah. from her, and I th- I think she's gonna be great too. I definitely can't wait to see her blow up in in the future. And I, yeah, the fatal four way match. I felt like that match. It was a good match. I think the crowd kind of sort of was hyped up about it, but I think they were all just ready for Gargano and Cole at that point. But it but I thought it was st- still a good match in a very tough spot after Walter and Pete Dunn. And obviously the tag match, War Raiders, obviously. I think they'll be a good tag team, and and you know that was obviously the swan song for Ricochet and Aleister Black in NXT. Um, what do you think uh, about Aleister Black and Ricochet, and, and pretty much their futures as well? For oh, uh, Black and Ricochet, yes. You know, I think. definitely has that especially with his entrance i definitely think he could definitely be a, a good a very good heel in wwe and i can see it do his white mask any second to ricochet once they lose one tag team match too many i definitely could see that happening um at some point i i'm not sure what will happen as far as the, the superstar shake up next week but uh, i'm definitely looking forward to see how that goes between those two um what do you think of let's see that what do you think of the hardys when the tag titles over the usos on SmackDown. Uh, man, I was not a fan of it, but I get it. I think it's more just two things, right? Right. You know, will the Hardys remain, I mean, so we the Usos reside? Mm-hmm. Or, well, is this a big, uh, a big push so that they really put the Usos over? Right. You know? Uh, people may say, well, they don't even go over, but I think a big win over the Hardys 
Uh, make a statement. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm with you there because I, I thought I was not too happy with it because I thought the Usos needed that more than the Hardys did. I think the Hardys pretty much, you know, pretty free much established themselves. I didn't think the Hardys really needed those titles, to be honest with you, uh, to solidify their legacy. The Usos needed that more to solidify theirs um, in that match. And unfortunately, we didn't see that on SmackDown last night. That was just, to me, that was disappointing as well. Um, yeah, yeah, but let's see. But now let me talk about the Hall of Fame because I know I've seen a couple of a uh, couple. I will admit I will, I always seen like a couple of segments. Uh, obviously, Harlem Heat definitely need to see that. That was definitely a big part of my childhood. And obviously, and was childhood DX. Um, unfortunately, I had to start with the uh, obviously the Bret Hart incident. Um, I guess the the you know the MMA amateur fan. Not I'm not gonna call him fan. MMA amateur attacker that attacked uh, Bret Hart. On stage, uh, I guess when that moment, what what was your thoughts when that moment happened? Yeah, I just thought it was ridiculous. It's a funny story. So I was actually on my way to uh, get some pizza. Yeah. Um, so in the beginning part, we were just on a grill, and I yeah. put it together. So thanks to WWE Network, I could put it together outside and listen to it WWE audio from the car. Yeah. So I'm driving to the pizza place, and my brother's brother works there. Is a wrestler fan. sure how on earth did that guy even was even able to touch that stage at that point um it, it just it was just i thought it was just unbelievable i hate that that moment took away from the night uh throughout the most part i really hated that for bret hart and obviously for natalia uh, honoring his dad her dad excuse me jim DeAble neidhart and it was just unfortunate that incident happened but other than that incident what did you think of uh a hall of fame overall i, I like the ring i like the idea of the ring being in the middle this year, I like the podium there. I love the ring entrance, and every and I, and I thought the the fans was like more hyped, and they got them like they get ready to watch a wrestler cut a promo or get ready to do a match of some sort. What did you think of the show? Oh, I loved it. Um, I really enjoyed the fact that well, first of all, I'm gonna be called Hogan March, and I know it's not popular to say mm. a lot of times, but you know, I forgive him, I forgive him, mm. uh, and there's other stuff there. But I was happy to see him uh, introduce Brutus. Brutus has always been one of my favorites as well. Yeah. So to see that moment, and then this DX just breaking all of the rules, I thought that was great. Yeah. And I was really happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did too. I definitely really enjoyed DX's uh, presentation, obviously. Um, I know it was obviously going to be the longest one of the night, but obviously with all five guys. That's a lot of history there, and a lot of stories they have to tell, mm-hmm. and I and and to, and to keep the crowd entertained, still at 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 their age, <laughs> is absolutely fantastic. Uh, when you see more and more of these guys uh, in your childhood, that's it now gets into Hall of Fame. How does that make you feel? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> uh, a lot of nostalgia there. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Um... Somebody was putting somebody in the Boston crowd on Sunday. <laughs> you know, it may have been like Daniel Bryan putting on Kofi Kingston. Yeah. And 
I looked at my little cousins, my uncle's children, mm-hmm. and I said, y'all see that? That's what your dad used to do to me. <laughs> and they was like, what? I said, yeah. So when, I was, when I was little, your dad used to do that to me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it's, it's amazing. It's great to see. Uh, I've been, been blessed to meet quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. And really, you know, just chop it up. And I think it's really cool. Um, I mean, I know I haven't really get a chance to meet many people. I would love to one day. Maybe I will one day. We'll see. We'll definitely see, man. I, I would love to meet some of those guys myself. Um, I know you. Um, another thing about the Hall of Fame, I, like I said, I definitely liked Harlem Heat. Obviously, they were a tag team that I loved uh, growing up as well. So it was. There was to me. It was a definitely good show. I liked the presentation of it this year. It's just unfortunate that that happened to Bret Hart. But other than that, I thought it was a very good Hall of Fame. Uh, just one more show I want to tap into, uh, the G1 Supercard, Ring of Honor, New Japan, Pro Wrestling, um, my favorite match, my favorite matches of the night was, def- was definitely, uh, uh, Naido and Obushi for the Intercontinental, for the Intercontinental title over there in New Japan, and the, uh, ladder match with Jay Lethal, Matt Taven, and Marty Skrull, and J.Y. O- J.Y. and Okada was a good match too, but those, t- those last two matches I just mentioned really stood out to me, what did you think of that show overall? Definitely, man. I, I, I really like the Grills of Destiny. I really love watching them uh, compete in the ring. I, and I'm glad they were able to get their do it that night um, for sure. But those was a big. I tell you, the Briscoes though. I'll talk about the you know the Briscoes. Those guys have had some miles on them. I don't know how much, how many no DQ matches I've seen them have. I mean, I'm just talking about as far as like other shows that I've seen them. <laughs> um, what do you think about the uh, the Briscoes uh, legacy uh, as far as uh, with Ring of Honor and indie wrestling? <laughs> you know? Yep. Yep. Exactly. No, I did. I wouldn't call him that. I, but I did think. Uh, I definitely. I was. I know definitely that the, the miles on them was just absolutely. They, like I said, they've been around for a good while. I give them their credit and, and for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see. Uh, and uh, but yeah, I thought it was a good show in Masquerade Garden. I hope they do one each and every year during WrestleMania weekend. And both brands, I thought both brand presentations. What I loved about it was it looked like I was watching two shows, two different shows in one cart in one pay per view. Like you, it, it felt like it was a totally different vibe for Ring of Honor and New Japan. Um, and I, I thought it was a good, and you know, obviously without the Bullet Club, but you know, Kenny Omega and all of them, obviously with their own All Elite Wrestling now. But I thought the show was fantastic. 
for sure. Yeah. But is there anything else you want to say, Brian, before uh, you get out of here? No, nah, man. You know, I just appreciate you having me on. You know, it's always good to talk wrestling. And um, glad, you know, honored to be invited back again. You know, I had fun the last time mm-hmm. I was on here. So, you know, it's an honor to be able to come back. Oh, yeah, man. Definitely appreciate you doing this, man, uh, for sure. And everyone, uh, thank you for listening to Ron Nick's Rundown. Uh, definitely uh, subscribe. Please subscribe, comment, five stars. Do what you can to support us. Thank you. <laughs> Another thing. Yeah, man. But, let, but before I get before I go, man, tell everybody about your uh, again about your podcast and everything, and tell me and tell and just talk about your accomplishments with the podcast and all your work as a late. Okay. Well, you know. Um... The Wrestling Realm, the brand, was actually created in Exactly. <laughs> That's the way it should be. I know a lot of, <laughs> a lot of. Sometimes a lot of screaming could uh, can kind of sort of not get, not get a point across. Sometimes <laughs> or, or time to time, right. you know. The um, but I tell you, Brian. But I definitely appreciate it, man. I hope your uh, everything you're doing continues to be a, a big success, and definitely hope your podcast continues to grow as well, and obviously the wrestling realm uh, as well. And you and your boy Dwayne Allen continue to do well, man. But I appreciate it, man. All right, man. And thank you all for listening to Ron and Nick's Rundown. Uh, get ready. Like I said, subscribe. Like us. Give us five-star rating. And can't wait for you all to listen to us next time.